Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. This week's episode of Fruit Snacks, we are going to be focusing on two related doctrines, which are the doctrines of sin and death. And we're going to be talking about just how they're related and the relationship that they have within Scripture, how they get talked about together, as well as exactly what role they play within the uh, eternal destiny of people and within the life of the Christian in light of Jesus's death and resurrection on the cross. And so today I want to give a basic overview of how these two concepts are related within scripture. And then in the episodes that follow this week, we're going to get a little bit more in the weeds on certain aspects. So the overall relationship between sin and death is that they are directly related to one another. And we see this within scripture. We see in Romans 6.23, for example, that the wages of sin is death. And so it's a direct cause and effect relationship. And we see something very similar in James chapter 1, verses 14 through 15, where James talks about this sort of life cycle where desire brings forth lust, lust leads to sin, and then sin ultimately when it's full grown and mature brings about death. And so death is the natural and expected and normal outcome for sin. Now sin, which we can also think of in terms of rebellion against God and his his will and his commands, which is what sin is, brings about death, but it brings about death in a couple senses of the word. If we think about death generally speaking as separation, We see this concept right in Genesis 2, verse 17, when God tells Adam that in the day that you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will die. And of course, the serpent tries to deny that and play it off and say, no, you're not going to die right when you eat it, which is technically true. But what God said to Adam is also true. If we understand that spiritual death or separation uh, relationally, between man and God is what God had in mind for what is sort of the instantaneous death, then that did occur in the moment that they ate. And so we see once again in Romans chapter 5, verse 12, that uh, there's another reference that death comes through sin. And so we see this direct cause-effect relationship over and over and over again throughout Scripture. And so where sin is, we should expect to see death as well. So as I alluded to uh, just a minute ago, we need to sort of cover what kind of death we're talking about, because we can use this term, and we do use this term in our own culture, but we also talk about it in, but we also see it in scripture used in several different senses. So it's important to define our terms. In the garden, Adam and Eve possessed what some theologians would refer to as conditional immortality, which means that as long as they stayed in God's presence in the garden, 
they would live forever. Now, that doesn't mean that Adam and Eve were necessarily created uh, impervious like Superman. Uh, If Adam happened to fall out of a tree and break his neck, he probably would have still died. Uh, it, It doesn't mean that humans were created altogether different than who we are now. Uh, the laws of physics and gravity still would have affected Adam and Eve. But what that means is that barring some sort of accident, that had they just continued to live in God's presence and and walked in fellowship with him, they would have lived forever. And that immortality was conditioned upon their continued relationship with God and their continued uh, their continued proximity to God. Because remember, Eden is basically God's throne room on earth. And so as long as they are in that space, then that is that is the the state in which they would continue forever. And this is why once they sinned, God kicked them out. We see in Genesis 3:22 that they are removed from the garden, and part of God's rationale for why they have to be removed is not just because they've sinned and they've rebelled and the relationship is fundamentally broken. But because now that the relationship is fundamentally broken, if they were to continue to live in this place and eat of the tree of life and to remain in the garden, then they would continue to be conditionally immortal in that in that way. They would uh, they would live forever in this fallen state. And that is not a fate that God wanted for his creation in order for God to redeem them uh, so that they weren't stuck and we weren't stuck in this horrific state of sinfulness forever. uh, We have to die so that we could get away from it or past it or, or what have you. And again, God is thinking of ultimately Jesus's sacrifice here, because in the meantime, that's exactly what did happen. People died and they were then forever Uh, separated if they chose not to follow after God. And so in so doing, uh, Adam and Eve experienced death on a couple different levels because they were kicked out of the garden and because they rebelled, they experienced immediate spiritual death. Uh, Immediately, the relationship with God was fundamentally different. We see this as God confronts them in the garden and said, "Who, who told you you were naked? Um, you know, the, the whole relationship dynamic is different. Adam is ashamed to talk to God, and that's not something we ever see before. But the death physically, which is what we most often think of, and also what the serpent is probably referring to when he's sort of, he's, he's telling a lie of omission here. He, he's telling them something that is true. He's just not telling them all of the truth. Yeah, you won't die physically right away, but you will die spiritually immediately. But the physical death now isn't immediate, but what it is, is inevitable. Because Adam and Eve are now outside of the garden, because they are removed from God's direct and immediate presence, and because they are now sinners, the physical consequences of that, uh, of these facts are inevitable physical death. And so next time on the next episode on Wednesday, we're going to look a little bit more in depth at, according to scripture, exactly how that process of sin leading to death 
works, according to the writers of the New Testament. So I hope you'll join me then.